On today's episode, we are going to take a look at Fastly. They just reported earnings, and right now it's kind of quiet um, for Fastly, right? But this is probably due to the fact that Fastly did give some pre-earnings about a month ago. So on today's episode, we are going to look at their earnings. We're also going to look at some of their financial numbers, and I'm going to end with my thoughts. Like always, if you're new to the channel, make sure to subscribe and don't forget to hit the thumbs up. It helps the channel out so much, and I truly, truly appreciate it. Remember, none of this should be taken as advice as I am not a professional. And let me know in the comments below, what are you doing with Fastly right now? Are you buying? Are you st- selling? Do you think it's still a bit too overvalued? While you're down there, don't forget to join the Discord channel. It's free to anybody that wants to join. And there should also be a Webull link there that if you sign up and follow the rules, we both could get a free stock, sometimes maybe even too. So that's pretty great investment for both of us. So Fastly right now is sitting at about $72.74 after hours. It's up about 2% after reporting earnings. Not much of a jump, but like I mentioned, right, they did give a pre-earnings at the beginning of the month, and that dropped the stock price by, I want to say, more than 30-40%. So that's I do believe that's the major reason there wasn't much reaction to the earnings this time. So the market cap of Fastly right now is sitting at about $7.5 billion. Year-to-date returns are at 233%. And listen to this. It's about 45% down from its all-time high of the year. So first, let's take a look at their earnings. So quarter three, non-GAAP earnings per share were negative $0.04. Cents, and this actually missed by $0.03. Cents. GAAP earnings per share were negative 22 and this missed by $0.10. Cents. So the first thing we can see is Fastly is not profitable neither in non-GAAP earnings per share or in GAAP earnings per share. Revenue was $71 million this quarter, and that was up almost 43% compared to the same time last year. And it did miss analysts by about $0.35 million, which is not a huge miss in my opinion. Some great news is total customer count did increase to 2047 and this was up from 1951 just a quarter ago so they did see a nice a nice increase just compared to the last quarter total enterprise customers which are usually enterprise customers are the ones that generate 88 percent of their trailing 12 months revenue and that's also up last quarter they had 304 right now they're sitting at 313 And the amount that these average enterprise customers are using has also increased. On the last quarter, they were on average spending about $716,000. Now they're spending about $753,000. All right, next, let's take a look at guidance. So they gave us guidance for quarter four and for the full year of 2020. So for quarter four, they expect total revenue to be somewhere between 80 million to 84 million. If we take a look at that in the midpoint, that's about a 39% growth compared to the same time last year which is still pretty high right even though this quarter we saw what what did we mention it was 42 percent next quarter they expect 39 percent about 8 million of that comes from the company's new acquisition with with signal sciences so i'm also just putting it in there that that does include that signal science acquisition they do expect loss per share to be about eight cents to 12 cents looking at non-gap earnings so that's uh, again we can see this company is still expected to not be profitable for the full year they're expecting revenue to be somewhere between 288 and 292 and this is down a bit compared to what their previous guidance was their previous guidance was 290 million to 300 million 
and loss per share has also changed back then they expected loss of about six cents to a penny now they expect loss of 21 cents to negative 17 cents so we can see there is a big difference there and one of the major reasons is this whole decrease of usage from tiktok so previously mentioned right and this is one of the biggest reasons the revenue decreased a bit is tiktok is their biggest customer um and it was their biggest customer for the first half of the year and they made up about 10 to 12 percent i believe it's somewhere in those low team values of the company's total revenue vastly the way it charges this customer is through a usage basis so the more the more data that customer uses the more they pay fastly right now with a lot of the tensions going on here in the united states and other non-us traffic as well because uh, fastly also deals with some of their non-us traffic uh, for tiktok um, a lot of the regulations a lot of banning of stuff has reduced that overall usage and with that usage going down it means less revenue for for fastly and that's again one of the major reasons we're seeing a decrease in these in these revenue guidance all right so next let's take a quick look at some of their products so if you guys did not know this at, at the beginning of october they finished um they finished an acquisition with signal sciences and this signal science integration they're going to call this product called secure at edge so right now they're underway on integrating the application security capabilities to secure secure science was a secure capability company from signal sciences into a unified new product offering called secure at edge this will allow vastly to fulfill their mission of giving developers more power over the security of their applications and APIs at the edge of the network. So they're using, they're combining that security from Signal Sciences and that strong platform from their CDNs and creating this super secure edge. So they are very optimistic with this because it gives them the opportunity to cross-sell between their both customers, right? So they're like, hey, you guys are using this security capabilities. Come on and take a look at our edging capabilities. And they are seeing great interest from Signal Science customers to use the Fastly platform. So I do believe this is actually a smart move for, for Fastly to buy, to buy this acquisition. The second one is this Compute on Edge. So there is an update on this. Today, they announced that the Compute on Edge has moved out of their beta and into limited availability with customers now running production traffic. And they're actually getting really strong feedback from this. So again, this is both of these are new products that they're going to offer. One is an integration with that Signal Science and the Compute Edge has just finished beta. All right, so now let's take a look at some financial numbers. The first thing, let's take a look at their balance sheet. And they have a very, very strong balance sheet. And this needs to be, this is what I wanted to see, right? Because we saw Fastly, it's not profitable in non-gap earnings per share or in gap earnings per share. So right now, cash and cash equivalents are about $400 million. And that's actually pretty impressive because their total liabilities are about $96 million. So they have plenty of cash to pretty much pay off their total liabilities four times. If we're just taking a look at their long-term debt, they have long-term debt of about $26 million. So they have plenty of cash right now. So this is a very, very strong balance sheet. Now let's take a quick look at their cash flow statement. Their cash flow statement is also pretty strong. Right now, they do have positive net cash flow provided in operating activities. That is amazing, right? That's what you like to see. Cash flow from operating activities means they are producing cash from their everyday from their everyday business. If you're making money after that, it allows you to really pay off the bills and really pay off everything else. 
we can see one thing I did want to mention is one of the main reasons this company has so much cash is because they did do a public offering in the past nine months. In the past nine months, they collected about $275 million of cash due to a public offering. I think this might have been the quarter before. But again, this allows them to have a very strong balance sheet. They already have net cash flow provided in operating activities. So things are looking good. Now, if we take a look at this company's growth, they are a strong growth company. They are expected to grow 24.4% average annual growth for the next three to five years. This is what I consider a growth stock. Anything growing over 15%, in my opinion, is a growth stock, very heavy growth stock, um, especially. One thing, though, is they are not expected to be profitable anytime soon. That's one of the negatives I do see with Fastly. But as we saw before, they are they do have a very strong balance sheet. So it helps me offset that that kind of risk, right? Because if you have a very strong balance sheet, it's okay for you not to make money for some time. Just think about it as a personal finance type of way, right? In your personal finance, if you have a lot of cash, it's okay if right now you might be starting a new business because you have that cash cushion to be able to survive until your business becomes profitable. That's exactly how one should look at these companies, at these stocks. Next, I wanted to take a look at some historical numbers for Fastly. First, let's take a look at this revenue growth. For the past one, two, three, four, five, six quarters, Fastly has grown its revenue by over 30% for uh, at least. The last quarter was over 60%. So this previous, this next quarter that's coming with the current guidance is expected to grow 39%. And this one that we just passed was 42. So that's very, very impressive. We're still seeing strong growth on Fastly. One thing I'm also seeing is gross margins. They are kind of, they are kind of flattish. They are improving a bit, but not by much. And this tells me this is probably going to be the, what the, the value that the gross margins is going to be for Fastly for the upcoming future. And it's in the high 50s, high mid 50s. So I think right now it's about 55. The other thing I want to show is, hey, this company is still nowhere near to show any form of profitability trend. And again, that's to me my biggest, my biggest pet peeve on Fastly. Let's take a look at that cash flow statement. Cash flow from op- operating cash flow margins right now are looking bad when we take a look at trailing 12 months. I'm pretty sure if we're not looking at trailing 12 months, it will be it will be improving over time. But looking at trailing 12 months numbers right now, it is a bit scary. Actually, let's pull up here, and this is actually the trailing 12, trailing nine months that just passed this quarter. It's now negative seven point negative seven point five million dollars. So they are actually negative operating cash flow in the long term of things they're just improving it seems but it seems like they're getting very close to at least becoming profitable soon so now i see that i have to be really careful to make sure that they do have a very strong balance sheet and they do very similar to their free cash flow margins is still pretty low but hopefully as things progress they do get better over time all right so now let's take a look at my thoughts and my thoughts are really much going to be based on valuation First is Fastly still growing at crazy levels, right? Right now we saw 42% and next quarter is expected to grow 39%. One thing I do want to mention is that 39% is including that new revenue that's coming from Signal Science, which was a great acquisition. But if that if that acquisition did not happen, their growth would have been a lot lower. What else am I seeing? We're seeing a, a decent strong, a, a decent margins, right? We're seeing decent margins in gross margins. Still not expected to be profitable. I think that's probably one of my biggest pet peeves, but we have a very strong balance sheet. 
And I do believe leadership is, is going in the right directions. We're seeing with the acquisitions, we're seeing it with the new products they're offering. Um, so there are definitely some pros and cons with Fastly. Now let's take a look at their valuation. So Fastly is one that I would, I would value using forward price to sales ratio. So looking at forward price to sales ratio for Fastly at current prices right now is about 20. This is actually pretty low. Um, and I wanted to compare it to its peers. So one of the biggest competitors that many people like to compare Fastly with is Net. And Net is Cloudflare. This one has a forward price ratio of 31. And people might be like, oh man, right now Fastly is pretty cheap compared to Cloudflare. But let's dig in a little bit deeper. Right now, Fastly might seem cheaper, but looking at the gross margins, this to my left is gross margins of, of Fastly, and it's about 55% on average. Gross margins for net is about 75%. So that's about net is about 1.5 times better in margins than Fastly. So now if we do this Fastly's forward price to sales ratio of 20 times 1.5, it is actually closer to that valuation. It's about 30. So it'll be a lot closer to that net valuation if they shared similar gross margins. So this tells me one thing that both of them are, are kind of priced pretty equally right now. This only helps us understand how their price compared to its peers, right? Valuations like this are not meant to be used to see how they're, how, if they're overvalued or undervalued. It's, mere, it's mainly a reason to, it's mainly a way to check if they're overvalued or undervalued compared to their peers. And that's two different things. Um, so right now with Fastly, I usually buy stocks on Thursday. Thursday is the every day I buy a stock and I actually post it on my Discord channel how much I buy, what companies I buy. Normally I post three. And I also do a, a Patreon. On my Patreon, I do a heavy analysis on all those companies that I purchase on a weekly basis. So make sure to check that out too if you guys want to do more analysis on them and support the channel at the same time. So I do believe this upcoming Thursday, tomorrow, I will be purchasing some more Fastly. But I am kind of hitting my limit of how much a position net cost basis position I usually open up. So even if the prices keep getting more attractive, I think this might be the last time for me. Um, for Fastly, I personally, if I had no position, I would I wouldn't hesitate to enter on Fastly right now, especially for me as a long term investor. I'm looking for this as the long term of things again. But me, when I invest, I don't invest. I have multiple positions in my portfolio, so it's not like I would open up a 20% position of my portfolio on Fastly right now, but that's just because of my risk tolerance and everybody's different. So like always, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Let me know what you guys thought. Take care, guys. Have a good night and see you next time.